0: Hello beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth and I am your host Ifenua Care. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Over here on Limitless we get into everything that involves living life as a young person in Christ and if this is not your first time listening then I am so blessed to have you listening today. Today's episode, first of all, getting here was a struggle. Right now I'm recording with my phone and my phone is currently 27%. I have a class in about... 45 minutes yeah by one thirty. so um and yesterday I tried to record yesterday but then the venue was locked unfortunately and so I'm recording today this needs to come out on Thursday I've got a couple of tests as well so I'm praying this episode will be recorded beautifully so I don't have to edit too much <laughs> but um yeah but I had to put an episode out for you guys I have been so blessed to for God to give me the opportunity to be consistent and I want to keep that at least until the season finale and I believe that will be episode 50 but for now um, let's keep up the consistency shall we. So guys how have you been? How's your week been? How's your how have you been doing? Hope you're doing super super well. Right let's get into today's episode about music, its influence. What is on your playlist? Okay lovelies so funny thing about this episode I have recorded this I should say Sharp more than twice maybe three times I've recorded this episode and the reason I record and delete and record and I don't put it out is because it is a very sensitive topic and a topic that should be handled with care because people have very varying opinions about this topic and so I would just want to start off with bringing out the baseline secular music worldly music is it the same thing? Is there a difference? So actually, there is a difference. And I know some people would say, no, everything is bad. Chill. Let's, <laughs> Okay, let's discuss this. Because secular music is anything that is just not necessarily Christian per se. And this could be stuff like the happy birthday song. This could be a love song that you sing to your partner. This could be um, congratulations, a song you sing to graduates, etc., And then wordly songs are songs that specifically promote the things, the desires of the world. They promote the things that go against the will of God and the ways of the father. That's the difference between wordly and secular music. So in case you were confused, I hope that has cleared that up. That Yes, there is actually a difference between wordly and secular music. Now, I don't think I'm going to dwell too much on should we listen to wordly music, although I'll still go through the explanation of, you know, why we shouldn't listen to it. But, I do believe that now at the stage of your Christian life, even if you're really early on, there should be an understanding that music is actually quite spiritual. And give me a second, like at least listen to this episode, because I know some of you will be like, okay, she's here again, being a fanatic Christian that, oh, not everything is spiritual. That's a completely different episode. But for this specific episode, yes, there is a spiritual aspect to music. So Where does this come from? Because I don't want to just be talking out of my mouth as if I don't know what I'm talking about. If you guys go to Samuel 16, I'm going to read everything, obviously, because it's pretty long. But if you guys start from verse 14, just read down to 23. So basically Saul, at a time in his life, the presence of God left him, right? And when this happened, a dark presence entered him. And this dark presence, some translations call it depression, some translations call it an evil spirit. Shah dark presence, okay? It's not good. <laughs> so this dark presence entered him. And the only way the presence was able to leave him was any time David played his harp. If I just read 23, and so it was whenever the spirit from God was upon Saul, this spirit from God is the spirit that God allowed into his life, this dark spirit. That David would take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirits would depart from him. So that's like, I'm not even gonna to go too deep into that verse. That says it all in black and white. When there was a dark spirit on Saul, it took music to allow that spirit to leave him. So, can you guys see the spiritual aspects of music? And so that's why it's so important that you monitor the spirit you allow into your life through music. It's so important that you monitor what you allow your eyes to consume, your ears to consume, your heart to consume. So I've done eyes. I believe when I did music, I'm sorry, I did media and entertainment. I separated it. So now we're focusing on ears. What are you allow your ears to consume, and is it negatively affecting your spirit? Because what you feed yourself, I've said this thing before. You are what you consume. If you consume junk food, you will see it. You will see the effects in your weight and the acne and you know the sluggishness. If you eat healthily, you will also see it in your manner of living and so if you're consuming negative fruits negative food wordly music then you will start to see the fruit in your life now i know many of you will say oh no it's just music it's just the beat it's just the spirit that comes with that music that song is so much more than the beat there is a spirit with it so you guys know in the spiritual realm there's the light and there's darkness and if something is not of light it is automatically of darkness and this worldly music that you are consuming on a regular basis, sometimes even more than the Christian music, is what will start to reflect in your life. We are trying to resist from lust, but you're consuming music from artists that promote a very lustful lifestyle. You're trying to resist from greed and hunger for uh, and desires of the world. But you are listening to music by these artists. They don't just sing about it. They encourage these things. Things that your father specifically says you should stray away from. Flee from every appearance of evil. But you're listening to music that promotes it. How? Like, how does that even correlate? So that's one thing, wordly music. I think we should just establish wordly music is a huge no-no for Christians, period. Like, why are you consuming music that contradicts the lifestyle you're trying to live? You're trying to live one way, you're consuming music, you're consuming media that is promoting another stage of life. Like, why? How? And even when I was saying the spiritual side, imagine you're going through a very dark time in your life, maybe even depression, and then you're listening to... I'm going to just say the name. You're listening to people like Billie Eilish. I've mentioned her before in another um, episode. You're listening to someone like Billie Eilish you are depressed, you need the light of Christ in your life to give you hope, to give you peace, to lift that depressing spirit from you, and instead you are further consuming it. It's a massive contradiction. I mean, even Saul that had his issues, he knew that, okay, as much as I don't like this guy, I need him because this spirit is distressing me. And so rather than feeding himself with things that would encourage the spirit he allowed david to play the harp now we're not saying that david was singing christian music as he was playing the harp the point of this is just the fact that music is spiritual music is spiritual right so let's get to the secular side secular music all right happy birthday song yeah that's cool you know um sweet mother and i go forget you those kind of songs And the songs are beautiful, right? The thing is, we can see these songs as, uh, let's say, rather than poison, wordly music is poison. Let's say there's a spectrum. We have healthy music, we've got junk food, then we've got poison. Right, so, um, wordly music is poison. Secular music, we can call it junk food. Now, why? Because the issue with junk food is that it's not going to kill you, all right? Having a bag of crisps or chips, whatever you call it, (laughs) is not going to kill you. Some chocolate is not going to kill you, a milkshake, whatever. All those fatty, fatty, fried, fried things. They're not going to kill you, right? But on a regular basis, they will start to deplete your health. So, consuming secular music, loving music, is cutesy, cutesy. It may not, you know, completely make you fall into sin immediately. But it will start to deteriorate your spiritual health, for sure. Especially when you're consuming it more than your healthy food. When you're consuming it more than your gospel music, your worship music, your Christian music. I'm not saying that you sing a happy birthday song, you're going to hell. Like, Okay, that's a bit much. But that also doesn't mean that that happy birthday song is edifying your spirit or bringing you closer to God. You can sing it, sure. But songs like that, secular songs, should not be your main diets because they're going to affect your health. I don't know if this analogy of food is helping. I hope it is helping. But I just want us to understand the spectrum of it. I think in Christendom, it's a lot of, um, oh, you ever do this, you're going to hell, you ever do this. And that's why we have young people like myself who are just bringing a perspective that we can all understand. Because sometimes when you hear in your churches, your elders in church are saying, don't listen to this kind of music. Just, I beg, they're old people. They don't know what we're talking about. It's just the beat. And so that's why I'm here. And I don't believe I'm an old person. (laughs) But I just want to bring a perspective to it that we can all understand. We can all be on the same page about. So this is what I want us to do. This is the point of today's episode. When you are listening to a song, reflect what message is this song carrying? What message is this song carrying? That should be one of the first things we think about. What is this message this song is carrying? What is this song promoting? And is it blessing me? Or is it poisoning my spirit? Is it bringing me spiritual health? Is it bringing me closer to God? Is it glorifying God and God in my life? Or is it bringing me closer to darkness? This should even be the guide. If you guys read Philippians 4, 8, this should be the guide to the things we consume. Music specifically for this episode, but generally... Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good or are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. I just want to read that in another version because that was in NKJV and I think we can get a better perspective of it if I read it in, let me say, um, what version do you guys like? People like TPT these days. I don't know if you guys have heard that version, but I've been liking it because it's, but um, let's try TPT, right? Philippians 4, 8, keep your thoughts continually fixed on what is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. I just want to read that into one more version. I know I'm reading this over and over again, but let's try amplified version. I just want us to get different perspectives on this. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy, of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually of these things, center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. That should be the guide on the type of music we listen to. Where do we see its alignment in the word of God, in the things of God? Where do we see its roots in the life God wants us to live as Christians, as children who have been set apart for his work, for his will, for his purpose? And if I can't find anything in this song that relates to this, I should not be listening to it. Or I should restrain from listening to it. For example, like love songs. I completely understand. Me and my friend, we were listening to a man of God who sang a love song to his wife. That's completely fine. That is complete, that's beautiful, gosh. But love songs should not be our main diet, as I was saying about the junk, junk food. Love songs should not be our main diet. And even the type of love songs, this is why this is such a sticky topic. Love songs that are not promoting fornication, that are not promoting lust, they are not promoting, they are not degrading women. Do you guys remember in that verse, Philippians 4, 8, where it said, respectful, please, guys, especially guys, if you're listening to songs that are degrading towards women, women, I mean, girls listen to these songs as well, Oh, did you guys hear that? My stomach just rumbled. (laughs) That's weird. I pray you didn't hear that. But specifically, you're listening to songs that are very degrading towards women, that they promote certain aspects of a woman's body, that they put focus on sexualizing women. That is not respectful. There's nothing respectful about that. And I assume that you respect your mother, your sister, the people of women around you. And these kind of songs will shape the way you view women. This is why so many guys treat girls like, like the way they do. And why is this? Because of the influence of what you're feeding yourself, what you're feeding your, your ears on a regular basis. You may say, oh, I'm a fire, fire Christian, I'm in church all the time. I'm sorry, no matter how spiritual you are, the things you consume will surely affect you. The things you eat, the same way the things you eat will surely affect you. Be wise. Be wise. Do not push yourself into temptation by the things you're consuming. Oh, I can never do that to a woman. I'm so respectful towards women. But the the music you're listening to is very contrary towards that. So why? especially like nigerian music these days have you heard the kind of things that i'm not even going to quote any of the lyrics because this is a very i try and keep it clean on this podcast but just the nasty things and the way they sexualize women is disgusting i'm not even going to spend i think i've spent already too much time talking about this but i sometimes it just baffles me like the music that i used to listen to i'm even surprised like if anyone this stuff is saying does this make any sense some of it doesn't make sense and some of it is just disgusting and just degrading or the way they even promote, people promote violence and crime and the way they make it seem like it's cool. And then guys now go into the world thinking, oh, it's cool to be violent. It's cool to get into, into things that could potentially put your life at risk. That this baller lifestyle that you, the music you're listening to is promoting, excuse me, this baller lifestyle, they're doing very despicable things to get this money. Some of them did do good things. A lot of the means at which these people got their money is not clean. And you're listening to their music and you want to imitate their lifestyle. It's so contradicting as a child of God. Why? And you know what? I'm so glad I didn't handle this topic when I did because I, over the years I've had such a much deeper perspective of music. Then I got an understanding of just the depth of music. As I grew older, I I got an understanding of the depth and the power that music carries. And our main focus should always be Christ. So if this thing that you're constantly consuming is not pushing towards Christ, then who is it pushing you towards? Because First John two fifteen to 16 tells us, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now you tell me that you're listening to the things that push you to love the things of the world, but you still have the love of the Father in you. Because this verse is saying contrary to that. And this is not me, this is First John 2, 15-16 talking, this is not me. Is it bad to desire wealth and success? No, but that should not be your main focus. That should not be your main focus. We know the famous verse, Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and every other thing shall be added unto you. For seek God first. And that's why the things that we pursue, the music we listen to, the things that we surround ourselves with should always point to God first primarily. And there's something that, so last week in discipleship class, it's coincidental, I was already planning on recording this today. Then last week in discipleship class, one of the men of Guadalajara, a pastor, he answered a question about secular music and et cetera. And he was saying how, what stays with you more? The movie you watch, the thing you've studied, or the music you listen to? And most people said the music they listen to. I'm sure everybody said the music they listen to. You know, people always question, you know, why is it so hard to... Why is it so hard to study but it's so easy to have music lyrics in your head? Music sticks with you. It really does stick with you. So it has one of the strongest strongest influences in your life. And for something that is the strongest influence, the centre needs to be strong. The centre of that thing that is a very large influence on you needs to be pure. Because once it becomes impure, it will begin to reflect. Even the things you say. I remember, sorry I'm swifting a bit, something I mentioned in, mentioned in the episode about media and stuff how um, I started swearing in my head because of the music I was listening to and the show I was, shows I was watching. I really love this YouTuber, but he would swear a lot. And I would find his videos funny, but then I would find, catch myself almost about to swear, or I will swear in my head, or I will swear out loud. I would just be using negative language, dirty language, which should not be coming out of the mouth of a believer. Why? Because i what I'm feeding myself. Because the thing that is the, one of the largest influences in my life is tainted. And so what comes out of my mouth will now be tainted. What is the message this song is trying to put across? And is this message in alignment with the life I'm trying to live in Christ? So the last message I have for you guys is it is music filtering time. After this episode, I really do pray. I pray that you guys have a new perspective on music. Or if you already have this perspective, great. But if you didn't before, then I hope you've had a new perspective. And you go through your playlist, go through your songs take out the negative things, bring in the positive things, shake some things up a bit. All right, lovelies. So that was a lovely episode to record. I've got my class in a couple of minutes. So I actually need to go now. But um, I really do pray this episode is a blessing to you and to the many people that I pray you actually share this episode to. Okay, I pray you're sharing this episode. And I pray it's a blessing to you. And it taught you a couple of things. Okay, so guys, I will be with you guys next week. Have a great day. Have a great month sorry. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. Have a great 2022. God bless you guys. Bye-bye.